Yo, yo, yo. Welcome back to another solo episode of the Mortgage Marketing Podcast. My name is Ash Borland, and in today's episode, I'm actually excited. We're going to be looking at a question that I'm going to dive deeper into this later on other episodes about niching, because this is a question that so many people ask and get confused about. Should I niche? How to pick a niche? What is going on with niches? You know, I'm sure that you feel the same because I know this when I'm in the new age advisor course coaching on there, when I'm coaching one-to-one, I actually, this question comes up all the time. So I wanted to do an episode for you today, which looks at what are the best niches in 2022, in my opinion. Okay. Very important that this is in my opinion. So it's not, um, it's not, this is not like gospel, don't take it by word. And this is exactly what Ash says, but the very, the truth is I, I believe, you know, I've done this for long enough. Now I've been around the marketing space and the mortgage space long enough to know and see trends and, and to predict what's going to happen next. And there are actually niches that, that I would, there are niches that I would say are pretty good to choose and you know, they're, they're epic and that's why I've picked these three. And then there are niches that can be quite difficult. And um, I think I often see people get caught up on this topic about niching. So I wanted to to pick the three for you, elaborate on them and kind of explain why they're good. Okay. So you can then start to look and go, okay, this might be your, you might be deciding, okay, I was thinking about these niches and that's what I want to do. Or you might be going, okay, maybe I should look for other niches, but have a similar kind of way of approaching it because it's not just that I know I like that. That looks really cool. I'm going to do it, which I do think a lot of people do. And, and that that's really, you're going to set yourself up for failure when you do that. So what is niche number one? Well, niche number one, I've put here and it's broad and I'll explain. Niche number one is strong community-based niches. So when I talk about strong community-based niches, what I'm actually meaning here is um, services. So think about armed forces, think about NHS, think about, um, you know, the fire department, think about, um, think about like the police, all of these, they're very strong community led professions. And that's what a niche, I think, in my opinion, this is probably the, the best niche and it's always the best niche. This would have been my best niche a year ago. It's going to, would have been my best niche three years ago when I started in 2017, it would have been my best niche. Then strong community led um, professions are going to give you the best result for niching. And there's a reason why when you are in something, say for example, like the armed forces, everybody I know who's niched in armed forces does very well for a specific reason though. They usually are in that niche themselves. They're either a, you know, military wife or they're ex military themselves, or they were, you know, an ex police officer or anything like that. You know, they've been in the NHS, I myself, actually, when I was a broker, unintentionally, and we'll talk about this in another episode when it comes to like finding your niche, unintentionally, you know, I, I tried to be a first-time buyer. That was my niche, and we'll unpack that later. But I actually, really, my niche, when I look back at it, knowing now what I know with marketing and stuff, my, my niche was NHS. I worked between Patworth Hospital and Addenbrooke's Hospital. I was in a small town in the middle, and everybody who lived there seemed to be doctors, nurses, some form of um, NHS worker. And so I ended up working with a ton of NHS surgeons, things like that. And they all refer. And it was strong. NHS was another one. So these are things you've got to look at. That is definitely, I would say, number one, strong community led niches. Now, when it comes to these type of those type of niches, have you gotten in into them? 
Because sure, if you're going to specialize in, say, forces-based mortgages, but you're not in the forces or you've not got any connection to it, it's going to be very difficult. It really is. Don't just pick it because you think it's lucrative. You've got to have an in. Um, the police, the other the other ones are a little bit easier. The police, the fire department, the the um, NHS, they are easier to get into, but you definitely don't know what you're talking about. But the forces one, it definitely helps if you're if you've got some form of family connections within them, and all of them will. But they are definitely, in my opinion, always the best niche to go after. The second niche I would say in 2022 is buy to let for a number of reasons, and I'll explain. Of course, <laughs> of course, I'll explain um, a number of reasons. So buy to let is, I think, again, another niche that is solid, as solid as a rock. For First, for reason number one, reason number one being that if you think about your a mortgage business and the niche that you pick, when you pick things like, as in a traditional niches, you're going to, you're always going to be, um, your client's value is going to be decreasing, let's say traditionally, because they're going to be lowering their mortgage. Sure, they might, they might move house and get bigger, but, but, but over the, that scale of your career, their value that they are to you on a financial level is going to decrease. And this is the thing that IFAs and, you know, independent financial advisors and planners and stuff, they have against uh, against brokers, us, uh, against, I'm not a broker anymore. Um, I've got to get it out of my head. But, you know, against people like, like who are brokers is that they are, when they're working with their client, their client are building, the, they're building wealth. So they're creating, we talk about this in, in the marketing strategies as well. They're creating more money every time they transact with their people. So, so that value of that customer increases over the lifetime. And um, buy to let is, <clears throat> is that. If you've got a client and you start to nurture, and it's quite, I'm sure, I know it's hard to get into this niche. You've got to know a lot of stuff. You've got to, you've got to niche down into it quite well. But if you can do it, you start getting portfolio landlords that are remortgaging 10 properties. And, and, a, and a friend of mine is a, who's a broker said to me a couple of days ago, he's like, I've just done 20 mortgages with two clients, you know, like 20 mortgages with two clients um, because he's in this niche. Now he's been in it for a long time. He's very well known in the area that he lives. And he's just nailed this down. However, this niche is very, very lucrative because you're gearing up, you're gearing up, you're splitting it. You know, you're, you're allowing the, the, you know, to get more properties. They're going to review it. They're going to, there's tons of cool things. And the, again, they are actually falling into niche number one, which is strong, not so much service-based business, but they're strong communities. Buy to let people talk to other buy to let people. There's a ton of referral business there. You've got things like, referring with accountants there, there would be loads of kind of referral income you could do there with solicitors there's a this is a really powerful niche for for people who are thinking long term so if you're thinking long long term buy to let business is i think if and i've said this i've said this and people who know me or know have, have kind of been around my content and been around me for a while for the last number of years will know i have said multiple times if i was to do it again this would be the niche I would do. If I was to be a broker again, this would be the niche. But what I would actually do, and this is what I've always said to do, I would actually go one step further right now and hyper niche into limited company buy to let. And the reason why I'd hyper niche into limited company buy to let is I learned this from David Sharpston. Um, shout out to David Sharpston, CIS, um, CIS Mortgages. 
Um, CIS, like, so I think CIS, CIS, yeah, CIS. I can never get that right. Dyslexic brain. So shout out to David. Love that guy. And me, you know, me and him are friends. And we've chatted about this before. And the reason he went into to CIS a long time ago was because it was an easier niche because there was, because, and this is the reason why it wasn't easy, but there was less lenders in the space, which meant it was easier for him to know all of the lenders and what they did. And as those lenders came more came to the market, that was then easy because we're just adding another one in as opposed to jumping in and going, okay, there's 50 lenders. How do they deal with it? And with limited company buy to let, I mean, when I was a broker, there was hardly any, but there are more coming in, but there's not many. And the criteria is pretty similar. So limited company buy to let is something that I know people are avoiding. I know it's something that I would definitely dive into. If you lean into places that other people are avoiding, there's a huge land grab there for you to be the go-to person. You know, I worked with a client once uh, right at the beginning when I first started doing this and told them, you know, buy limited company, uh, the limited company buy to let broker.com. I think they did in the end, um, <clears throat> but I don't think they did much with it. But I've been banging on about banging this drum for like at least three years. So I do think that if you are really serious about that buy to let stuff, still do buy to let, but hyper niche, I would hyper niche my content, my marketing strategy into limited company buy to let target a search-based thing like YouTube and targeted ads. Um, I would do that, a search-based like YouTube and targeted ads. Dan from New Age Advisors, all all on ads. He knows how that works. Um, and I'm all over YouTube, so that's, we can do, we could do that. As in, That's not a pitch. But what I mean is there's people out there that can help you, but that's what I would do. I'd do YouTube search-based and, like, and, and SEO-based and some targeted ads. And what would happen is that there's not many people doing it. So I think that would be a really – that's what – that would be a great niche. And then the third niche is business protection. I think, um, you know, I want to give give some stuff here for one that the insurance only people who listen to this, I do have them because I work with Carla Edwards. So of course I'm going to have insurance only people, but I also wanted as well for brokers, you know, you, if you guys are mortgage advisors, but you do a lot of protection, business protection is another one very similar to, to the whole idea of, um, of what I was saying about the limited company, sorry, about the buy to let, not limited company, because that's the, the thing, is that this is another place where it's highly lucrative and um, and it's going to grow with the value. The value of the business is going to grow. And as the value of the business grows, the, the protection increases. And so this is stuff where I think brokers, if you just try and think about your niches in places that you go, are you going to, you know, like with business protection, it's very, again, it's like the limited company. It's very underutilized. I'm often on calls to people and they go, I don't like it, but I don't really know how to do it. Matt Chapman, shout out to Matt Chapman. Going to get him on the show. He is amazing at this. You know, he teaches people how to do this. So you can do this. Like the, the, if you are serious about business protection, he's killing it on that. Shout out to Matt. Check him out. Um, you know, and, and if you, if you go to, if, you know, if you do want to check him out, send him a message and say, Ash Borland said that he's awesome because he's really good at this. This is his thing. But business protection is 100% something I would be looking at because as I said before, it grows with your business and as their business gets a higher turnover and it does well and they bring on more employees and they want to do, you know, insurance plans and, and all of this stuff it really starts to snowball. It really starts to compound and you start to make a ton of money. Now I want to overcap over, overview those, what I've just said then these, these things. So the three niches that I would pick, okay, so this is what this is. It's not like Ash said, it's the best in the world, but these are in my opinion, the best niches. I, if I, I and the problem is, you know, being an ex broker, 
my brain, whenever I'm sitting, I'm like, oh gosh, I could go and do that and do it. Like, it's really difficult because you want to do it, but you don't have the time. And I'm not regulated anymore or authorized or anything. But the truth is, those three niches are, if done right, pathways to, you know, streets of gold. They really are. They really are. And and so if you're struggling with niches, you're not sure what to pick, um, and you're really lost and you're like, I have no idea and I'm not affiliated with any of these, and then then have a crack at have a stab at one of those. Try. Because the most important thing and the thing that's made the decision on all of these for me is that they all have long-term potential growth in your market and in your industry, in your business. I think people pick niches and the thing I'm not a fan of is don't be going hyper niche. I'm working with doctors who only do hand search. I see this all the time. You know, like, don't do that. It's absolutely rubbish. Like, it's a terrible idea to go to, to go so hyper niche. Instead, look at that. Is it service-based? Is it a strong community-based? Sorry. If it's strong community-based, brilliant. If not, anywhere where value and where it's business value buy to let that's a business people want it business protection that's their business that's their livelihood they will look at it so i would highly recommend that if you've enjoyed this episode this solo episode then please 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 feel free to ping me a message or which would be really great if you're listening to this on um apple or whatever screenshot your the, the actual image of your phone tag me on instagram that's at ash borland i will share it give you a shout out that'd be great um and yeah, guys, crack on and have a wonderful day. I hope you're enjoying these episodes. I'm loving doing some solo stuff as well. And, you know, it's great having an awesome guest on a Monday and then we're doing these solos on a Friday. Have a wonderful week and I will see you next week. Bye.